0: welcome to the water cooler podcast my name is brandon
1: my name is jeremy i'm caleb and i'm harley
2: anyways i watch pimple popping to help me uh fall asleep at night
0: mm, i love it? watching that too
2: mm-hmm. popping pimps that's so what we call it in this mm. house you
3: you pull up this is this is how it works right yep you can't sleep yep so what you do, you open up your phone, I would mm-hmm. assume. You go to YouTube. I just YouTube. pull it up on YouTube, YouTube? on the TV. Okay. I make
2: Jeremy watch it too.
3: And you type in, what do you type in?
2: Pimple popping.
3: Pimple popping. So Or
2: like blackhead extraction. That's or, like another I one. That's getting off. deep into the keyword searches. <laughs> you
3: know, those are like specific. Dilated
2: pore of Weiner. Like Those are like the oh big blackheads that are like the dilated um, pores. And then it get like really grody.
3: Dilated? What are they? Eyeballs?
2: They Some of them are like uh, huge. And it's all oh just like gunk.
0: I've heard that a lot of dental hygienists watch, watch pimple popping. Because mm-hmm. they pop oh, yeah,
3: that, yep. so I think Jeez. That's I know. another
2: thing that like people get into too is like teeth cleaning.
3: Oh, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, okay, back to pimple popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go to YouTube. Yep. <clears throat> you type in pimple popping or some sort of combination of keywords that you found to yes. find the good stuff, Yeah. like the great. You got to find the S good, the material. good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So out of the, the first page of videos, how many have you seen?
2: Probably all of them.
3: Okay. How about the second page?
2: I never go to the second page. I always click on one that I've seen that I liked and then go yeah. to like related <laughs> videos because okay. I find that to be where you find the best content.
3: Got it. So, so you... <clears throat> So let me just make sure I would get this right. You're yep. going on YouTube. Yes. And watching a video. Yes. To help you sleep. Yes. But if you go into the rabbit hole of that YouTube is, yes. wouldn't you just not sleep and you'd be.
2: Well, sometimes it like it helps calm you down, like your anxieties. So like I am, I'm a picker, like I'll sit and like pick. Mm hmm. Things, but like if I just watch Pimple Popping, it just it, I don't pick my own skin then. I just watch other people mm. pick their skin.
3: All right. Well, <laughs> welcome Mariah to the podcast.
1: Yay.
2: <laughs> That's me. I'm Mariah. Yep. Normally, the voice heard at the end of the podcast telling you to actually listen to professionals, but also take in the advice that you hear on this podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just trying <laughs> to think of a way to like get to life and like ho- ho- transitioning to life insurance. So when
0: you die, <laughs>
3: Rob
1: gets your life insurance. <laughs> oh, beautiful! Yeah, when Rob
3: dies, what what does, how does Catherine, Catherine get? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. How has set Rob?
2: Is yes. How has is? Rob set Catherine up for success? Yeah. When he has died,
3: and why is why should Catherine be happy by this result?
2: And how would Harley go about setting himself up and his future pupils?
0: At this rate, Harley's life insurance is going to go to charity.
2: Oh, that's fine. Which charity? Jeremy has this new one he just set up. It's called
1: Probably the Single Man Society. So <laughs> so when you actually apply for health or not health insurance, life insurance <laughs> there's like the underwriting process and like most of the time they depending on the amount, they'll try to like look at your medical records. And now I just envision you imp- like you applying for life insurance and they're like we found this podcast, and it seems like you die a lot. <laughs> it's it's kind of a risky uh, risky portfolio you've got there.
2: Podcasting seems like a dangerous profession.
1: Yeah, um, we're gonna have to pass on the coverage. <laughs> we're more concerned on how you're dying multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, Rob dies, yeah. and then I come back to life. So,
2: what if you could have like <laughs> a, a joint life insurance policy with Rob? Then, so then it like then would. Both of you then have to die for
0: the net Hmm. one life policy.
1: (laughs) This would be like kind of a hypothetical, but like what if you actually died and somehow came back to life (laughs) and someone already collected your life insurance? Would you have to then pay it back because you're no longer dead?
2: What?
3: Well, hypothetically, that's probably never happened before. Well, yeah. But hypothetically, if it were to happen hypothetically, I don't know.
2: Well, if you're going in with this this cryogenically fri- freezing of your heads yes. that you guys were talking about in a past episode, mm-hmm. do you then get your does does your you know beneficiary then get your life insurance policy even though you technically are cryogenically frozen? So dun, dun. We'll we gotta have check. To the, ask
1: we gotta check the
3: policies. <laughs> <policy> progressive.
1: <documents.
2: laughs> ask progressive.
1: <laughs> One thing that I learned and. Part of it was interesting is if you have any, like, reference of, like, anxiety, depression, or chiropractic care, you can't get the top level of health. That's correct. But
2: that's, like, super weird. Who doesn't have anxiety, depression, or at least chiropractic health? Well, so
1: the chiropractor that my wife and I see is – viewed as like maintenance so it's like keep getting these adjustments so we prevent and we said that to the life insurance company they're like nope it's chiropractic care and i'm like mm. i'm kind of in a way making like, myself stay healthier longer
0: it's kind of like getting a physical almost yeah
1: mm-hmm.
3: it does really incentivize people taking care of themselves right think of anxiety like back to the mental i mean there's a mental health topic that we'll probably talk about I mean, if you, you, we should be incentivizing people for getting care for mm-hmm. their mental health instead of, you know, as it's looking at it as a potential risk, which, you know,
0: it I is a that, risk factor.
3: I know. I, I know. But at the same time, we've got to, we've got to do better. You know, we can do better than that.
0: But in the world of black and white, and this is Life another
1: insurance. thing that I found interesting. And it even, Came when like I was uh, looking at joining the military for my life insurance. So I had brain surgery when I was a junior in high school, and the life insurance company was more focused on anxiety than the surgery that could have killed me. And when I was talking to the military, I brought that up, and then they were all. I was like, "Oh, I also have asthma," and they're like, "Nope." <laughs> and I'm like,
2: not to mention the bone spurs. Yeah, and I was like,
1: <laughs> my asthma is under control. Like, I it was sports induced, and like even that, like they say I've, I grew out of it. And the military's like, that's the one thing that we we can't approve. And then again, like I'm b- back to the thing. I'm like, I had my head opened up, <laughs> <laughs> and you're okay with that? Like someone, someone literally saw my
3: brain. Yeah, but because when I was. It.
1: 12,
3: I probably, they were all up in there, probably.
2: Scrambling it all up. Yeah,
3: just (laughs) poking it with something.
2: Scrambled eggs. It looks a lot like you were frying eggs and or making a s'more. I don't know. Ah, that
0: makes so much sense. Is that why you were originally supposed to be a dancer from your, like, middle school (laughs) test, (laughs) but then all of a sudden in high school you had to get a brain surgery
3: Boom! And then finance
0: you became finance. <laughs> they they hit something wrong in there. Yeah. They, they messed <laughs> yeah.
3: around
1: a little too much. They were like me.
2: doing the thing where it's like poke one nerve and your arm, like goes up. But yeah. it was like dance, no finance. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, accounting showed up every time I took it, so that's not like a new thing. But pre brain surgery mm. dancer, post brain surgery still fisherman. dancer, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fisherman.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so does everyone in here have life insurance?
0: I have life insurance.
2: <laughs> I'm glad you raised your hand <laughs> for that. Like I just that makes me feel a little bit as home as as a teacher and and not podcasting professional. So thank you.
0: Mhm. I got term life. I think it's a 20 year. It's been a few years since I <laughs> signed it, so. Well, and I won't know or my wife won't know until I die.
1: <laughs> Fingers what crossed. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, and you most likely technically also have another term policy through your employer. That's what I have. I don't have anything else to do. I do not
0: it. anymore it's because outside. I work for an Icelandic company and we're trying to get our stuff figured out on the U.S. benefits plan, but it's probably coming.
1: Okay. Yeah. Most, I, I think most employers usually offer that, which is in it, it's just term and it only lasts while you're at the company. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I I have, I think we have like every time I've moved companies, the servicer of that policy will like reach out and say, hey, do you want to turn this into just a term policy on your own? But I already have a term, so I'm like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And
0: well, isn't it like a certain percentage of your... Gross income, uh,
3: uh, or is or is it? Does it match it? I think mine's, <coughs> I think mine's like
0: fifty percent. Fifty percent. I was gonna say it's probably a portion.
1: Usually, it will be a multiplier I of mean your that's salary. Yeah, so that's okay. about five hundred thousand dollars a year.
2: Oh, casual. Yeah. Absolutely casual. Not
3: even taxed either. Oh,
1: dear and lord! I, <laughs> I can't remember if I think it was two times your salary. Okay. And or we're dropping uh, company names now. Yeah,
2: oh, I was like, mm, Dude, the previous stocks go
1: up. Yeah, right. Ten percent <laughs> tomorrow. Well, and some companies will put a cap to say if you've passed this like income threshold, this is the max you can get.
0: And isn't there typically a rule of thumb that that you're supposed to follow with life insurance? like outside of employer, like should be insured.
1: So how I always viewed it, and I think this is kind of how I was told, was whole life insurance is meant ultimately to, I guess, be paid out at the end of your life. And hopefully you built enough assets that really this insurance policy is literally just covering like your final expense expenses. And then your retirement accounts are, in a way, another life insurance policy, but they in, they say when you it's it's kind of based on I guess your life if you make mm-hmm. more than your wife or the person that you
2: your significant other your spouse your partner yes,
1: that's the better one. But <laughs> if if a lot of our life style is built off, say, my salary. If I were to pass away, that salary is now gone. So term is kind of to, like, bridge that. And it's kind of, I always viewed it as, like, obviously, like, once you get married or have kids, like, that's the time to look at a term policy. I've always tried to, like, look at the pricing because obviously the younger you are, the healthier you you are so mm-hmm. you can get better rates. But I like have compared it to be like, well, do I really save that much if I get it at 26 versus 27, like looking at that? Because in a way, if you can time it to land with like when you're going to have kids, it's good. Mm-hmm. But obviously each year you get older, it's more expensive.
2: So for somebody who um, married somebody who knows a lot about these things, what is a term life insurance policy?
1: Term life insurance policy is it's usually in like forms of like, I want there might be five I don't know. I've heard 10, fifteen, 20, and 30. and it means in that term, if you die, whatever the policy amount you have. So if you had a million dollar life term life at 30. Within that 30-year, if you pass away, your beneficiary gets a million dollars. So I view term as like car insurance and most other insurance as it's the insurance you don't want to use. Like you like you never want to use insurance. Mm-hmm. The only insurance that is 100% most likely going to be used is a whole life. But the best is you don't get the benefit from it because you're dead. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Harley, can you, can you speak on that? What's it like being dead and, and not being able to use any of that? But then coming back well, to life and using some of it.
3: Well, what happened is I didn't have life insurance before I passed away.
2: Oh, classic.
3: So my family has to. Uh, my they're still had paying to for with, it. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm back, so it's fine. It's so totally. it's all good. I mean, I'll pay them back. Oh, perfect. Yeah, just, they just opened up a line of credit for me.
2: <laughs> Maxed it out, and they're like, oh, here's your debt.
1: I'll Venmo them later. Perfect. Yeah. And, Kayla, okay. I think you might know more about this aspect of it than I do. Like, my whole life has a cash value to it. Mm-hmm. And the way, like, one that I have uh, set up is you pay the premium for, like, 20 years. And once you've hit 20, the interest off the cash value is enough to ultimately not have you have to... Um. pay a premium anymore yeah and the part i don't know is how is like how is the cash value actually growing because i think ultimately what you're doing each time you pay a premium is kind of like a loan a portion of what you're paying is going to the premium and then x amount of dollars is going into the cash value that's Mm -hmm. being invested so i'm not so it's been quite a few years since
0: i've looked into life insurance policies so i'm not an expert by any means but what's probably happening is once your once the balance of the whole life policy reaches a certain level at x interest rate it's what you're saying is it's probably enough just to cover your cover your payment yeah which is probably the, so the cash value is likely just your balance your future value. Like it's a future value target that it, you have to, yeah, that your balance has to reach after it accrues so much interest and additional principal payments.
1: Yep. Yeah. Cause I know you can ultimately take a loan against your cash value. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, right. Another reason why people do whole life policies is you can use it as a retirement vehicle because. Once you hit a certain age, you can now take that cash value out and I don't think you have to pay a penalty. So that's one benefit that you will get to see from that policy, but then the actual payout of that, you will not because you're dead.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just wanting to reiterate, (laughs) it's because you're dead, right, Jeremy? Yeah.
0: Unless if you're into cryonics and you get your head froze or Or digitally downloaded
1: you fake your death and commit and commit insurance fraud or that
2: what's rule number one of the podcast in this household jeremy
1: how would we get sued for that i don't know but that's rule number one in this household i'm just explaining what insurance fraud is
2: you're kind of telling people how to commit insurance fraud
1: i'm actually kind of thinking about committing insurance
2: fraud it's because you listen to this podcast
1: no, it's because I'm in the room recording. Oh.
2: <laughs> it's because you're a part of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah. I would think you could put two and two together that your life insurance policy for you to commit fraud is you have to die.
2: I mean, yeah, I think you've you've said yeah. that multiple times, nope. so I'm just <laughs> I'm just kind of putting two and two together as me a, a non life insurance knowing person. Um yeah, I think that in order to get the benefits, and I can see Caleb is thinking hard about this as well. Yes, um, he's, very,
3: he's looking up uh, up to the ceiling, the a little side. bit to the left. So like kind of, you know, until he's head, pensive. Um, you know. He's looking
2: probably... to the people who have died to see if they've gotten any of their life insurance benefits. Mm-hmm. And I think the answer is no.
1: Come on, ghosts. He was telling me about life insurance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's
3: looking like a guy back I'm just in. Just thinking
0: day. the best way you could possibly do that.
3: He's he's like Marcus Aurelius. He's a stoic, just thinking all day.
1: Wait, mm-hmm. the easiest way to fake your death? Yeah. And get away with it.
2: Yeah. And next week on the Water like... Cooler um, Network's new podcast, Fraud, <laughs> Caleb gives advice on how to commit it. I've watched Ozark.
3: Once. <laughs> how to easily commit fraud. That's going to be the website. Type um, of the perfect. podcast. Type.
1: Uh, yeah, because
2: not in our house, though. I'm not number one rule don't get sued. I, uh, a, sh-
1: a shark attack, a fake shark attack.
0: Well,
2: oh, we're hypothetical, like how you, how yeah, you yeah. Like yeah. commit yeah. Yeah, life insurance fraud,
3: hypo- hypothetically speaking,
1: because ultimately, what you need to have a insurance policy payout is a death certificate. And most of the time, and a non not have certificates for those things. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I want one of those. <laughs> didn't you get one no oh. and then they
2: like null and voided it if, when you came back to life
3: uh, they need to send it to me i'm going to put it on my linkedin certifications <laughs> <laughs> death certificate. microsoft excel death certificate <laughs> yeah. yeah uh microsoft excel sales training or sales development you know nexus death, death death certificate so question yeah what would be the easiest way to learn about life insurance and the different types one one way i think and this would be for Mariah specifically. I think if they made a, a YouTube video, okay, <laughs> on one side it was you know somebody popping. What are the, what are those
2: popping pimps? What
3: are the what are like the really nice ones?
2: Oh, I mean, well, if you like the really gross one, like assist yeah, yeah. or like a, a no, like something you would enjoy, like I, be like, oh, that's nice. I mean, I I would enjoy a popping of assist. However, okay, okay, blackhead extractions are always a cloud. Cloud class, okay, classic. cloud Let's
3: go. W- let's go with the classics. Okay. Let's go the the, <laughs> the blackhead extractions. Yep. Okay. That's such a horrible. Yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing that. <laughs> so say that's happening on the left side, mm-hmm. right side. Maybe there's you know a animation or maybe some guy who's walking through on his whiteboard of the different types of insurance poli- life insurance policies,
2: like a Bill Nye kind of.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Split like screen. Bill, yeah. And then there's like a theme song and everything too that goes I think, along with
2: it. yeah, I, in all honesty, yeah, I could see it. Even if it was just like a start of a, of like a pimple popping thing. And yep. then all of a sudden it was just like, all right, you need to take a break. Cause you've watched yeah. six hours of it. It's yeah. time for you to learn something educational.
3: Yeah. It's like, it's like a TV show, you know, it has those like cliffhangers, mm-hmm. you know, when there's a, when they're about to go in for it. Yes. And then it's like, and it's like wait, whoop. sorry, life. life insurance,
1: life insurance, whole life. It would be kind of like in the big short when they break away and say, hey, let's have this celebrity, yeah. except...
2: That's the most I've ever learned about finance yeah. when we mm-hmm. watched that movie was Margot Robbie with her champagne. That was great. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but in that in that movie, they reference it and then they explain it, where yeah. this in this case, it would be <laughs> pimple popping video intermission Learn about whole life insurance quick. Now back to the pimple. Would it get
2: to be annoying like the ads do on YouTube where like we literally were just watching a YouTube video and I was like, why did you turn it off? But it was just an ad. Would it just be annoying like that?
3: But there's no skip
2: button. I don't know.
3: It'd be like a commercial break type situation, Mm
1: -hmm. which I don't feel like is needed. The best Mm -hmm. way I would recommend to learn (laughs) is to...
2: The actual way?
1: Talk to a financial advisor or... I'm pretty sure there are people. I know Northwestern Mutual. They like they only talked to me about life insurance, but I think they're also financial planners. But ultimately, talk to a life insurance specialist.
2: Someone who can set it out easily and kind of explain it, and also do all of the paperwork for you. Yes, your your husband can't do for you.
1: And the the other recommendation, obviously, is the earlier you get it. The lower you're gonna pay from a premium standpoint, just because of your health.
2: But what would be like so for example, if I didn't have life insurance, let's say, Harley, um hey, what I mean, have. you don't. That was a fact that we stated. No, Harley doesn't I have really to work. need it though. If oh. I work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So let's say I wanted to get more life insurance than what I get through my job. What would be like something that would kind of start that process or something I should keep in mind for, like I should have life insurance by this time or like if I'm planning for things in the future, what's something that, that should start the process of getting life insurance.
0: So there's not really a certain timeline. Although like Jeremy said, if, if you get it earlier as, at a younger age, you'll end up paying a smaller premium per month. But um, what influenced me to get it was one, I had bought a house Two, I had a significant or a relationship with a significant other. We we're about to get married. And if I were to, or one of us were to pass away, we decided to each get a life insurance policy so we can cover the house plus any student debt or car debt that we had and I think it was at least I can't remember if it was one year or three years of gross income of your spouse uh, should or of yourself should be covered in that policy so that determined one the timing of when we got life insurance and two how much we got
1: so ultimately term is meant to cover your debt during Mm -hmm. a given period so When you buy a house, it, what?
2: I'm just looking at how you hoard all the good snacks up here.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I bought those cookies and I lost them and they're up here.
1: How do you just lose them?
2: Well, Jeremy takes all the good snacks and hides them in his office.
1: You could have asked, where are the cookies?
2: I asked you multiple times. You're like, I think they're in my office. And then you're like, I'll bring them down because they were for my like bougie cookie jar.
0: We're gonna name this episode "Marriage Counseling." Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. The side like, of life insurance. <laughs> We're Harley just and Caleb like break up a fight. Between <laughs> <you>. <laughs> this, is
2: this is why you. This is the segue to the new the new episode on Water Cooler Network.
1: This is why you have a banana.
0: <laughs> 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 Wow, this is really—it's
2: not—it's not, not because I know nothing about life insurance. It's because I ask you about all the things in your office. I didn't once bring up the fact that the only picture you have pictures in this in your whole office. There's pictures of the 1997 Stanley Cup champions, the Detroit Red Wings. There is a painting of Fedorov. I can't think of his first name. Sergey. Sergey Fedorov over here. You have a whole slew of baseball cards from Cal Scruby. And a picture of you and Brandon, minus Brandon.
1: So I had no not one photos. of your wife. Brandon gave me that, and he gave it to me when we were up here. So I just put it on there, and I just yeah, never did we'll turn anything. It, I'll turn it back with the Brandon. So. Show.
2: With the Brandon show, you know, that's this whole podcast, the Brandon show. Mm.
1: Miss you, Brandon. Yeah. But back to life Miss insurance. You. It's meant to cover your, ass, like your ass. Dads. Yeah, <laughs> that too. And the first thing I didn't realize when I got out of college is I thought I need to cover my student loan debt, but since I have federal student loan debt, if you pass away, that just is forgiven and disappears. Mm-hmm. So then, there's
2: your fraud right there. That's worth it.
1: Mm. Shark
3: attack. <laughs> So then We're at, let's have a real one this time. <laughs> so uh, then if,
1: uh, hypothetically. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then if you like buy a house, get married, get married would kind of be like an income replacement view to it. Buying a house is to cover the mortgage. The other way I view it is if I pass away with no life insurance and like I have this mortgage, whoever inherits the house has an asset that they can now sell not like they're just given debt and nothing to really do with it but I always viewed that if you make more money in your relationship you should have a higher dollar amount on yourself because if you create two-thirds of the income now that whole thing has to be Mm -hmm. replaced yeah I agree and I viewed it as, well, then the one third, you just need a smaller amount. But my friend Ryan said, you're only viewing it on what that person is making. Also add in what that person does for you in your life. So even though they may, may make less than you, they may do your finances or...
2: Take care of the kids. Yeah,
1: take care of the kids. You now have to fill that void and you're options are really taking more of your time and doing that or using life insurance to kind of help you to one, probably grieve and then have money to kind of transition yourself into that. Cause they always say you're going like with a term policy, like you're going to end up like leveling out and you after said death, they might be like, I don't need this big of a house. So I'm going to sell it. So then obviously debt goes down. That's how I always viewed it until my friend Ryan said that. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So that's one way to look at it.
2: And I think that also comes into play of like, based on your situation, you know, as Caleb said, like he was going to get married, they bought a house, like there's things that kind of come up. Most people, when they have kids is when they start looking at life insurance policies, that kind of thing, when they have assets or things that need to be taken care of. But also just like your situation, not just your salary yep, comes into play. Because some people might not have a salary. Some people might get hourly wage, which comes into different factors. But
1: Yeah. So now t- to kind of wrap things up, my two points I would probably leave with is one, obviously talk to a professional. Whole life makes more sense to get when you're younger because it's going to be cheaper and the more you go down your life to say get a fifty thousand dollar whole life, it's just gonna keep getting more expensive. And I was told this via a financial advisor, but don't take my advice because that because of the thing at the end of the show that explains why not to. <laughs> if you are an individual who can give birth, you run. <laughs> yes, Harley. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of things can happen during the birth process, which then can turn your health rating drastically different. So if you were to, to get a term or a whole, might be recommended to get that prior to. Oh,
2: I have a life insurance thing. For someone who, honestly, like a lot of these things don't make a whole lot of sense to me because I need it to be explained to me in, in like 15 different ways. Um, marry someone who knows a lot about it and then just do what they say.
1: But but when i what i did when we started viewing our financials as one was having her come to said financial conversation mm-hmm. and my viewpoint is i know you probably don't want to know the deep details that i do but i don't want when i pass away to you get swindled by someone cuz you just have no idea right. i just want you to know the basics mm-hmm. and
2: be that. educated yeah like I don't I don't need to know certain things. Like when we go into those meetings half the time I'm like, You're using a lot of big words and I need you to just bring it to two syllables.
1: Yeah. And but I
2: know I, I'm educating and I'm learning.
1: And to kind of go back from to the death part. Probably the last thing you want to do after your significant other passed away is try to learn everything about your finances. So having a basic knowledge is probably gonna help you and create Slightly one less headache. All right, now back to the water cooler wrap-up. thought Harley had one. Yeah, mine is about... I think I
3: may have already given this one, but no, I don't think I have. Is educating yourself on the basics of how to be a normal functioning human being. And what I'm starting to learn as an adult is that there's a lot of things that I could easily just not learn about and probably be okay, but in order to help others who... May not have the same access that I have to like learning and development, and all of that. Um, it's good to know the basics so you can talk about it.
2: You're never fully done learning.
1: Never. Always be learning. This is <coughs> slightly tied to that. Mine would be. I just started reading a book called Atomic Atomic Habits. So
3: so here, Jeremy. Here's the, here's the thing about this one. Okay. Okay. So oh. I saw it downstairs, <laughs> and it was. It was turned over to the point where it made it almost like you
1: didn't want us to see that you're reading this book. Oh, no. I just it's because I had our, I had receipts in uh-huh. the thing and I didn't want that thing to pop open.
3: So I flipped it to the other side. Well, when I saw it, I was I was very proud of whoever was reading it. It's probably I thought it was George, but it's good that at least someone was reading it.
2: Definitely our dog, George. Yeah, yeah. He's a great reader,
1: but I am not too far into it, but it's already a good read. And I think you will learn a lot from it.
2: So you suggest people read this book? Yes. What is it
1: called? Atomic Habits. Give like a 10 second. It's ultimately, it says on the front of the book, to teach you... Atomic Habits. Yeah. (laughs) To teach you how to create good habits and ultimately get rid of the bad ones. So is it
0: like discipline oriented?
1: Yeah, it's... it's kind of talk about, we'll say, I'll jump to uh, like New Year's, like what's that called? New Year's resolution? Yeah. People who go, like say, I'm going to go to the gym. They instantly in their mind says, all right, I'm going to go five times a week. And if I don't do that, I am I failed at it. This approach would say, start with a reasonable amount. Start with one day. And then also know by going to the gym one day, you're not going to wake up and see the results. Like set smaller goals and build it that way and that creates like good habits so and it and it's more likely to keep you towards that goal because you're not always being like oh i failed because i didn't go five weeks i or five days that's the high level of the book good stuff right
2: mm, what's like the guidelines for this i just have to give really anything okay
1: it could be a hot take uh, or if you want
0: to think about it yeah somewhere. why don't
2: you go first because i don't
0: I think i said this on another episode but per warren buffett the best way to beat inflation is to become exceptionally good at something so keep on learning
2: that was beautiful
3: caleb always
0: has a way with words
2: (laughs) he has a way of quoting other people in such a beautiful way he
0: quotes other people english was my worst subject growing up I thought you were going to say, it was my
2: worst language growing up. I'm like, wait, what?
0: Could have been my worst language, too. <laughs> yeah. I might have been better at French.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if There's you still
2: would, time. You could learn. If you would
1: like, we can give you a pass since it's your first yeah. time.
2: I feel like, well, I have something always to keep in mind, I guess. I ha- I thought of one. Okay. My thing, my, what is it? A wrap-up? Yeah. Water cooler wrap-up. It um, <laughs> was weird. Anyways. Um, would be that even if something doesn't go to plan, like doesn't follow a plan exactly, it's still going to be okay. Like you're going to, um, like you're, you'll you figure it out.
1: Yeah. Okay. So true.
2: We had an interesting time at the airport this weekend.
1: Sounds good. Well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy wants to drop that conversation. Right. So
1: that is the uh, wrap up of this episode. So we just, I don't, I'm, I'm awful at the end.
2: Well, I think that was great to wrap it up there, Jer.
1: I'm the truth, I'm the truth. I could buy it, but it's just a rental.
3: It's not a good investment. Being bad with your money is being good at flexing. They always chasing a bag, I guess they couldn't catch it. They're trying to be like me, but it's not a good impression. I used to get on instrumentals just to get it out my mental. I was handing out my demos and they wouldn't check it. They told me i never make it, but now they get the message. That's important information, so I wouldn't text it. They want to get a reply, they want screenshots, but they won't get a response, not even three dots sheep talk no lying they throwing cheap shots i had to cut some people off i had to detox i keep talking in my head i got deep thoughts on the steps where me and navy
2: did the beatbox
3: been old school like reeboks when these socks corbin know i fuck up when the beat drops i'm coming back more level-headed
2: this show is for entertainment purposes only before making any decisions please consult a professional